You are listening to the Whatsoever 168 podcast with Jen Renault. Welcome back to the Whatsoever 168 podcast. I am your host, Jen Renault, and I sincerely am so grateful that you're listening to us today. This is episode three, and I have a fantastic, all the way around, amazing couple who will be joining us in just a moment. Before that, though, if you haven't already followed us, please follow us, share our podcast, give us a like and comment to let us know how we're doing, and above all, thank you so much for listening. And with that being said, about this duo, I truly do not know if I've ever met a couple more in sync with each other and more joy-filled. The wife is an outstanding artist I met through my son Noah when he was in kindergarten. And from the moment I met her, her quick smile and pure love for the kids pulled me right in. Now the husband I met shortly thereafter when I joined our school board. Immediately, I was drawn to this older dude, but I wasn't sure why. But when it hit me, it hit me. I found myself staring at him, his bright eyes, his glasses, the way he wore his watch on his grandfatherly furry arms, his sweet bald head, and then I heard his deep voice, and I thought, oh my goodness, it's been 15 years since he passed, but this school board dude reminds me exactly of my grandpa Rolette. And so we became fast friends and have been ever since. This husband and wife are a true team. I cannot wait for you to listen to and learn about their whatsoever project. And I am certain that God's light that they reflect will pour out into your ears today. So with that being said, I share with you my dear friends, Chico and Pat Mastropalo. So we're here with my two good buddies, Chico and Pat Mastropalo. Welcome to the Whatsoever 168 podcast. How are you guys doing today? We're doing extremely good. well. Good. It's good to be here. Well, it's good to have you here. So we're going to go ahead and jump right in. Chico and Pat are two of some of my favorite people in this world, and for reasons that I'll get into later. But they have a special whatsoever project that they're working on at their church at St. Mary's in Rockledge. So if you would share with us a little bit about your ministry and your whatsoever project. Well, we uh, are involved with the Helping Hands group here in the parish and it is a food pantry and we have clothes and toys and you know whatever is contributed to us goes out the door with someone that needs it we hope and we're open Monday Wednesdays and Fridays from 9 to 11 and we accept both financial and other aids and these we give out to the clients that come through our doors and we have certain rules and regulations on how often they can come. And we also give financial support uh, for their utility bills, for prescriptions, and those are supported through our parish, the generosity of our parishioners that give us this money. So it's a, it's a neat organization. We hope we do a lot of help for those that are in need and uh, we've been doing it for almost 20 years. And one of the best parts is you meet some great people. Yeah. You really do. You, you get so you look forward to their coming because some of them come once a month, which is when you're eligible for food. And you really do get to know them. You know, most of them are really, really nice people. Let me go back to what you just mentioned. So you talked about they come once a month, which they're eligible for. Mm -hmm. So what does that mean? Why can't they come by? I know you said you're open Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Mm -hmm. 
But why can they not come by it once a week? They can. Okay. To get clothing and other things, but they can only come once a month for food. We don't have enough to give out if they okay. came every week. We don't have the financial resources to be able to do that. So we usually serve about 400 families a month, and that might be as many as 1,800 people in that month's time. So that requires a fair amount of uh, financial aid that we need to come in. And we don't get any government support or anything like this. We are able, through the government, to purchase surplus foods and that we get at a reduced price, but still we uh, pay for most of this food. The other thing is merchants around the area, Publix, Aldi, a number of those allow us to pick up food that is on the dates have expired, but they're still good food and they are very helpful in that respect. So a lot of community support as oh, well. Oh, that is much. The other thing is the food we give out is to supplement. We can't give them a whole month's supply of food. Right. So what we give is just extra stuff for them. Okay, so if somebody comes to you guys and they have a, a serious food insecurity and obviously they can only go to Helping Hands once a month, what typically would a week look like for that? So for our listeners who are learning, you know, some of them think just like many others that, that they can just come in and, and grocery shop, if you will. And obviously those pantries have to be filled by someone with money in some way or some, somehow. So if somebody comes to you with a, a serious food insecurity and they stop in at Helping Hands at the beginning of the month, what will they do the next week and the next week? What we try to do is we'll try to, we have a pamphlet that we can give them that show other food pantries and sources that are available throughout this particular section of Florida. And these people can go to those particular areas. Uh, We can direct them if they need help for shelters, they need help for doctors, any kind of things we have a pamphlet that we'll give out and show them other sources of, uh, of support for them. Our typical, we one time took a bag, a typical bag that we might give them for food, just say financially, um, what would that cost? And one of the people at Publix, we took the barcodes and went over there and it, it amounted to about 40 some dollars oh, wow. uh, for that particular person for that month. If we have meat, we give meat. Mm-hmm. If we have milk, we give milk, eggs, fresh produce. Aldi's is, is very good giving us fresh produce. Some of it's a little old, but a lot of it's very, very good. What we give out depends on what we've got in our, in gotcha. our storage. Some weeks we don't have a whole lot, we can't give as much. Oh boy. But when we're really full, we give a lot. And if you have a family of six or more, you get two bags. So, so it's not just one bag? No, no. Okay, and so how do they, how does somebody, how do you verify that they have six they, or more? They, they have to sign a government statement. We are required by the government to uh, a, USA, a USDA form in which they say they are eligible because of their uh, situation. Either financially they don't make enough money in a year's time, 
or they are on some other program, the SNAP program. They sign that particular piece of paper. It's done July 1st of every year. Start of the new fiscal year. Fiscal year. And and then um, that shows that they're eligible. Now, we also give out, and everything is gratis. It's not a thrift store that we operate. Mm -hmm. All the clothes are free. The toys are free. Uh, We, uh, and anything else that we might have, dishes, uh, pots and pans, cookware, uh, blankets, whatever, all, everything's gratis. We do not charge. So you, they go in and they can obtain food, clothing, cookware, toys for their children. And I know that the kids at the at St. Mary Catholic School, I know that they go ahead and make little packages for the kids, birthday packages, too. I, I remember hearing about that. So ostensibly, it could look like it's just kind of thrown together, but there really are some parameters in place oh, yes. To make sure there are obviously some that everybody's that you can serve is being served that some people are not taking more than they should and there's some there's legitimacy to what you're doing it's not a fly by the seat of the pants ministry no we've been in operation it was started by uh, two couples that were in the parish in 1998 and uh, pat and i were asked to sub one time in 99. Oh, that's leading me to my next. Yeah. How did you get yeah. roped into yeah. this ministry? We liked it. Yeah. You know, we were asked and we thought, okay, we'll do it for the summer. And then, I don't know, just kind of stayed on. Again, I think you need to be a people person mm-hmm. to do this ministry. Right. And uh, we're both people persons. Mm-hmm. And it was good for us as well as them. Right. And we, we like it. Yeah, we feel that it's, uh, it's a help. Uh, we enjoy helping these people. The particular woman that got us involved, it was like Pat said, we just kind of help us out for a little bit. Uh, That's how we know it is. And, and uh, we've done it, and we believe every day is a blessing, of course, and we should uh, give back to the community and Pat and I throughout our married life uh, and before our married life we grew up uh, Catholics it always was impressed on us that we should do good for other people we are very blessed God has given us uh, a lot of things and maybe this is to try to share some of those uh, blessings and treasures we believe in time talent and treasure and I believe that somewhere inside of everybody is a little gene that mm-hmm. says, if you want to feel really good, go out and help somebody. Right. I really believe it's not only good for them, it's good for you too. Yeah. So it's so funny. I'm watching you. So we're in Chico and Pat's little home here <laughs> overlooking the river. And this is just a beautiful place to, to do our podcast this morning. And I'm laughing because she's tapping his knee and pointing to him, and he's smirking at her. <laughs> and, and, you know, they can, they can finish each other's sentences, and it's oh. just beautiful. And you guys are amazing, and you just touched upon, Chico, uh, just a little glimmer of, of your past, being raised Catholic. Can you tell us just a little bit about 
your background and the person behind this ministry, you don't, and I guess, I guess you do, I would say normally, you don't just jump right into this, this ministry, something happened to you. So obviously part of that is, is your upbringing. And so tell us just a little bit about your upbringing that leads you to here. We don't need the long version. (laughs) We got two people here, Uh, but we would love to learn a little bit more about you because I know some amazing things about you, but our listeners don't. Okay, Uh, my dad was military. I'm a military brat. We moved around, and everywhere we went, my parents were involved in the schools, Mm. in the church, and it kind of was a way of life for us when I met Chico. By the way, a nun introduced us, (laughs) and, uh, and we started our married life. You know, at first, when you're, you're having babies, you don't get as much involved, right. although I did teach religious ed when they were little. Mm-hmm. But then as I got older and freer, there's more time to do it, and I think you really come to the realization that you have so much. Mm-hmm. Share it. What about you, Chico? Well, I also was a cradle Catholic. I grew up, I went to Catholic grade school, high school, Graduated from Xavier University in Cincinnati, Ohio. Uh, So I was in the Catholic system and still am. Very proud of being a Catholic. It has always been told to us that we should give back. And actually, as Pat had mentioned, the more you give, the more comes back to you. Uh, Definitely, uh, God cannot be outdone in his generosity. So we believe that, we try to do these different volunteer organizations, and some over the years we've been involved in a lot. Uh, We're grateful that we're able to do this. Right. Mm -hmm. Well, I met Chico and Pat. First, Pat, uh, my son, was a little guy at school, Mm -hmm. and you were volunteering in the art department. Yes. And uh, you were, I did not know that you owned an art gallery. Well, I, actually, I managed You one. managed it. Yes. Ah, it's the same thing. Yeah. You're the boss. You're the boss. <laughs> but you shared those talents then. And I remember thinking, wow, this woman could be off paddleboarding on the river. <laughs> and uh, and she, she's in the art room helping these little rugrats. And, and you know what's funny is, and is I think we met in church. And my son went up and, and said something to you. Yes. you know, he's 17 now. And, and I remember just being moved by that, that, wow, here's this lady sharing her gifts when, you know, she's in her, I want to say your golden years. You're not quite there yet. You're still pretty young, but just special to get, share those gifts. And then Chico, I just met him through you and, and church, but also um, on the school board mm-hmm. and sharing those, that insight, that perspective that we needed. We needed somebody who a little bit older who had had kids go through school, who had been through a Catholic school and, and, and understanding uh, how it's done, a little bit different than, than the public school system. And again, you could have been sitting on your beautiful balcony here and you were at those meetings, you know, sharing that time. And so the, I guess those schools and, and those travels formed you. Well, again, as we said, we're very blessed. And when you look back, uh, we have had the opportunity to help some people that we don't uh, even realize that we help. It's funny how things go. We have ate at a Chinese buffet restaurant. They always give fortune cookies. Oh, yeah. Uh, But Pat has something here that we really hadn't uh, thought about. We we, uh, went the other day, and my fortune cookie said, He that gives should not remember. He that receives 
should never forget. Oh my goodness, can you say that again? Yes, I loved it. He that gives should not remember. He that receives should never forget. And, and I, I thought it was so appropriate knowing we were coming to talk to you. I just thought, got to keep that. I will have to take a picture of that and put that okay. up for um, the, the listeners to see. And on how Instagram. appropriate I got it. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. He, of he all the people. He was talking to us. He was letting you know. Yeah, and he talks to us and you all the time. Yeah, he is. So you just have to listen. You have to listen. Sometimes. Uh, and this saying that Pat just came out with, uh, we have a lot of nieces and nephews. Uh, we, they've come, and in talking, they would say, oh. well, do you remember when you gave us the down payment for the home? And do you remember uh, when you helped me out in this thing? And to be honest with you... You don't remember? We don't remember. A lot of it, we don't. It's just it's just who you are. Yeah. It's the giving... It's in that gift. It's in your blood. It is. It's in it your is. Blood. It, it is. is. There is certain... Uh, but isn't it wonderful it. we found each other? Mm-hmm. Or that Sister Mildred found us. We love you, Sister Mildred. <laughs> yeah, I thank Shout her almost her. daily. Oh, how special. Well, let's let's bring this back just a little yeah. bit. So now your giving has taken you to Helping Hands. Mm-hmm. And I know you're involved in other aspects, but the pro- focus primarily mm-hmm. is the feeding the hungry mm-hmm. and clothing the naked right now. And so what are some of your... As you're working this ministry and meeting all these different people that you were talking about, what are some of the short-term goals that you have? And then I'd like you to follow up with the long-term goals. I'm not sure about um, short-term to keep it going. Helping um, hands? Yes. Right. Um, it does. It can always use financial gifts made out to St. Mary's Helping Hands. It can always use food. In, in fact, the, uh, the grade schools in our area... The public schools have just had a drive and given us food, which is just wonderful. But I think the short term would be to just maintain it the way we're going and maybe make it grow. I agree with that. Uh, we we have our guidelines and we try to adhere to that, those guidelines. But every once in a while, somebody comes in and they need uh, assistance. And we might have assisted them two weeks ago but a tragedy happened at the house or whatever. So we're flexible. We're able to handle those type of people and we do it uh, generously and we do it lovingly. Uh, We also, uh, besides short-term goals, we operate out of some very old buildings and they're falling apart, but we do not want to put any additional money in there to try to rectify the situation. Uh, so long-term goals would be for us to have some sort of fun drive to maybe build a, a building. doesn't have to be special, but it would be on one floor in which the whole operation is in there, and uh, we don't have to worry about falling through floors. Or <laughs> oh, my goodness. Like They're that. getting very creaky. Yeah. The, and we have stairs to get in. Gotcha. It would be wonderful to get rid of those. So essentially, if there's a listener out there yes. <laughs> who would love to buy a new building for Helping Hands, I think there'd probably be a party and flares would go off. If, or or and, even part of a building. We'd, <laughs> right? we'd probably name it after you. <laughs> there you go. Hint, hint. Uh, I can imagine that those buildings have been there. Are, the church is over 100 years yes. old. 
Mm-hmm. And those buildings have been there almost yes, as long? Well, one, they're one probably the, 60 or 70 years, some of these. Buildings. My husband told me that one of those buildings, it used to be a golf caddy room or something like that. Really? You know, he's got the old history. Oh, no. Yeah. Then that, that I don't know. I, you'll have to talk with him. Yeah. I'll have to put that in the show notes. Some, some interesting <laughs> stuff when you speak with people and you learn the backstory yes. behind it. But either way, the floors are rough and tumble. Yes. So we right off a, the jump is your, your plan really is to meet those short-term needs yes. of please keep conti- con- continuing mm-hmm. to contribute. And then the long-term is eventually we, we do need, oh, we need a new building. Very mm-hmm. badly. Right. Or a pup tent, a really sturdy <laughs> pup tent. <laughs> a big pup tent. A big pup tent. Excuse me. Not a little pup tent, a big pup tent. Well, if you had somebody who was uh, considering serving in a manner like this, a helping hands kind of forum, what advice would you give to that person? Well, I would think that uh, if the calling is there and you feel whatever the organization is, uh, that you go ahead and hear that calling and act on it. Uh, If it's not for you, you can always back out. That's the beauty of volunteering. If it doesn't work out, then you can say it's just not working and you can try something else. But just don't sit back. Uh, we feel that, and I'm in my 80s, and um, we feel that it keeps us young. Yeah. Uh, the more you do, keep your mind uh, working and physically to keep your body working. And again, Lord has blessed us and we uh, accept those blessings and try to give it back. The other thing is if you want to join an organization like that, talk to someone who's in it or who knows about it or go to your local parish or church or whatever and ask for more information and I'm sure they'd send you to someone that knows. Somebody always knows. Oh, absolutely. There's always that one person at every church who knows everybody, (laughs) who knows every ministry, who to get in touch with, has keys to the church. There's always that. Chico, you said something, and it it just reminded me. I've mentioned my sweet grandma roulette before on this podcast, and it hits home as I'm sitting here looking at you guys and listening. My grandmother had a little magnet on her refrigerator, and it said... I don't want to rust out. Yes. Uh, I want yes. to wear out. Excellent. Yeah. Uh-huh. And so. I read that, you know, my grandmother was 90. She was at this point now in her church, she was uh, watering the plants mm-hmm. and doing and writing letters, you know, doing a letter yeah. writing ministry. And uh, she wasn't able to help in her food pantry uh, up in Alabama like you guys are now. Mm-hmm. But you guys are definitely not not resting out. I hope not. (laughs) No, there's when they say that there's no moss growing on this rolling stone. That is fantastic. So what about, let's go back here a little bit more. The, all these years, okay, so Helping Hands starts out in 1998 and you guys got roped in, in in a loving, fun way. I'm sure you guys have made a ton of memories and uh, I'm sure that there've been some, some challenging times, times you've had to say no. There are. Do, Do you want to touch upon that? Because I also want to hear about the, the funny ones, too. I Because I'm the greeter, I meet people at the door, and I get to know them. I really do. Mm-hmm. And because we're in the kind of community we are, you tend to run into them. Mm-hmm. And, and it's really fun. Uh, there's one gentleman that we ran into him up at uh, Colonel Sanders uh, <laughs> getting chicken. And he said, oh, he said, I, I want to show you my grandson. I have him with oh, me today. Yeah. So it's, it's personal. It's personal. 
it is personal. Yeah, and there's different in this particular ministry. We have Pat that greets people, and we have the same type on Monday and Wednesday. We work Fridays, but uh, we have a person in the office that can go over bills and try to help people in those manners, and we have certain guidelines there. We have packers, the ones that actually pack it. We have people in the back that are breaking out the clothes that we've received. Be sure they're clean. If not, they take them home. They clean them. They put them on our racks that are out there. So we each have different uh, talents and we have different uh, jobs in this particular ministry. Some, you don't meet the public that much. But even the people that do the clothing, people can go back there and say, gee, I need a bedding. Now, we don't put everything out, so we might say, yes, we can give you queen size or king size or stuff like that. Any stories that stand out in this ministry? Well, uh, as Pat said, we, we, uh, every once in a while, we had a gentleman come in last week that had, uh, we think, had cracked ribs, oh. for example. Oh, no. And um, he had come on his bicycle, <laughs> and he was having a hard time breathing. So we... He, he came in, and I said, because he was leaning against the wall, I said, can I call 911? He said, no. He said, I have my bicycle. <laughs> so... So, so eventually we were like, able... It's like, no, it's Tuesday. That's right. Yeah. right. What's that mean? And we, in this case, we were able, uh, our deacon uh, that was there uh, was able to get him back to the home. We made some calls, but that those didn't work out for his family members to come get him, but it was rectified. So yeah, every once in a while, some things uh, come uh, upon him. We also have some people that try to game the system. So we have to, in a gentle way, try to tell them that, no, you've uh, stated that before and we can't help you out at this time. That has Uh, to be hard. um, It it is because they get angry. Yeah. And and then we're in a spot, you know. Right. We don't know what to do. But our deacon Mm -hmm. says... We feed the needy and the greedy, and it's not up to us to determine right. which is which. I remember somebody said to me one time, you know, there are people on the side of the road, and they're asking for money, and they said, you know, when they ask for money, God calls us to share. And when we share or we don't share, that is a reflection of our hearts, right? So if we share, that's a reflection of our heart. But if we don't share, that is also a reflection of our heart. But then the person added at the end, but what that person who receives the money does, it's a reflection of their heart, oh, yeah. right? And so I can imagine there, there are some challenges in this ministry, there are. but so many joys. You yeah. probably have a bunch of little adopted grandkids. <laughs> I can imagine. Well, the babies that come in, you know, everybody takes turns holding the babies while right. mama's busy looking for clothes and things. Well, I just learned recently that the school made dog treats. Yes. So I guess people come in and they have pets as well. Yeah, they do. Right. And we don't normally have food and things for the pets, but that was very special. You know? what, a, what a nice little treat yeah. for, the, for yeah. the pets to be like, woohoo, we're looking out for you yeah. as well. <laughs> so a lot of work goes into this ministry, mm-hmm. and you are literally feeding the hungry, right? So how are you guys being fed to keep the joy? This is such a happy, 
happy couple. I've never seen them <laughs> scowl at each other in church. Of course, they don't have little babies anymore, so <laughs> a little different. But um, you're always so joy-filled. So what are you doing to, to keep that light shining brightly in you? I think, first of all, that we were both blessed with it. It's a gift from God. Yes. Mm-hmm. My mother always said I was Pollyanna. Okay. Mm. But it's a, it's a wonderful way to be able to look at life, mm-hmm. to see the joy rather than the other. And the other's there, and it's all part of our lives, but we don't have to give it priority, I don't believe. We can help it. We, oh, yeah. And you are helping it, but you so, choose to. Yeah. What about you, Chico? Well, and I'll reiterate what Pat said. Uh, it, there's evil in the world. There's no question about it. But there are more good people than bad, and you have to look at the positive, and we've done this in our life. And like every family, uh, tragedy has happened in our family. But you go beyond that because what we're trying to get to is heaven. Mm-hmm. And uh, heaven is not on this earth, and we will uh, endeavor to uh, get to heaven. And so we continue with this positive mode. And it's so much easier to live life in a positive mode. Yes. And it's contagious. Mm-hmm. I, I it's think contagious. so. I always love coming to your home. I'm always so <laughs> joy-filled. And, and it might be because you uh, remind me of my grandparents. But um, thank you for that. Let's go back to Helping Hands. Mm-hmm. And I know that sometimes there are special events happening in, in different mm-hmm. ministries. And I didn't know if there was any special event uh, that you wanted to promote in the Helping Hands ministry? Any? She's raising her finger, everybody. So I think she's going first. There just happens to have Don't something. talk, Chico. Pat has the, the microphone right now. Chico can tell him, but there is something coming. Okay. You can well, there, once a year we you have You may a, speak, Chico. Yeah. <laughs> uh, once a year we have an annual golf tournament in which all the proceeds go to Helping Hands. And that's coming up October 20th of this year. And we usually have quite a number of sponsors and teams. And it's a good get-together for all those that help support uh, Helping Hands. And that helps with our finances uh, on that situation. And the people that don't play golf... Some of them come afterwards and join everybody for dinner. Oh, is so, there a dinner as well? Yes, mm-hmm. after the play is over. Is that part we of the don't. fundraiser? Yeah. That's okay. part mm-hmm. of the fundraiser. You pay, of course, for the dinner. Uh, this is the 10th annual coming up this particular year. Wow, I didn't know it had been so, 10 years already. Yeah, well, time goes <laughs> quickly. <laughs> There's no question about that. I'm learning that. And when my 10-year-old is telling me, this week went by quickly, Mama. <laughs> like, how is a 10-year-old? I don't ever remember saying <laughs> that. So we, we are definitely busy people. Yeah. And the other thing is we're blessed with the school. Our school, we have a school at the parish. Uh, they support us throughout the year. At all the masses, people bring canned goods, other goods to us, and that has been going on for almost 20 years now. So a lot of that we use. The other that happened this year, we mentioned about the Publix and Aldi's. There's others uh, that contribute food uh, Entenmann's is another one. Entenmann's is mm-hmm. another one for uh, pastries and All and these bread. free plugs. Yeah. <laughs> they deserve and, it. And yes, the other, uh, the deacon was just telling me, Deacon Mike, 
three of the public schools mm-hmm. are fundraising for us, and we had oh my a goodness, they just we had a food. huge two pickup truck loads of food came in this past week from one of the public schools in our little local community. In our local community, how special is yes. that? Yes, wonderful. So yes, and you know what, Pat, you hit the nail on the head. Yes. Absolutely shout out to Publix for all that they do. Oh, yes. Not just for Helping Hands, yeah. but in the community. Yeah. Aldi's and Entenmann's, they're always so supportive. And, and the children as well, like you said, on Wednesdays, we have children's mass. Mm-hmm. And yeah. right before they bring up the gifts, all the little kids bring in canned goods as part of the offertory before before they bring up the gifts. Mm-hmm. And it, yeah. it's beautiful. And the, and the neat thing is, is they're bringing it up on their own. Mm-hmm. It's not that they get bonus points or anything like that. And it is amazing how many bags those middle school yes. kids help Deacon Mike transport out to yeah. the, the big truck to take over to Helping Hands. So many ways that, that anybody and everybody can get involved. And not just here at Helping Hands at St. Mary's, but also in your local food pantries at the different churches and around the community as well. Yes. yes. Uh, there's a lot of help out there for people that are in need. You sometimes have to help them get to those particular places that can help them. And we even do that. We have a pamphlet that shows all the uh, different places you can go. Mm-hmm. So uh, we, we just we enjoy it. Uh, again, like any volunteers, if you go on vacation or you can't be there, that happens. Mm-hmm. It happens in regular life and jobs or whatever mm-hmm. else it is. So if you volunteer, don't get worried that, oh my God, I'm going to be saddled uh, for this forever or whatever. You give the time that you have, the talent you have, and the treasure that you have from God. Uh, you give that back is what you're doing. And you do it for the love of in your heart. Right. So if you're leaving Helping Hands hungry, you're leaving <laughs> Helping Hands hungry on your own. <laughs> These people are basically putting the food in your mouth. So fantastic. I cannot thank you, you both so much for coming out today, letting me come into your beautiful home and enjoying the view and just sharing the joy that you guys have in your hearts. And I know that the people who listen will be, they definitely will be changed and inspired you know, you can't get somebody who's 50 going, well, I got these people right years old and they're they're getting out. I better get moving. And with that being said, I can imagine there, there are some people sitting at home or driving their cars or listening to this podcast and they're thinking, I, I do want to get involved. Uh, but sometimes with our, our, our little pride, and we all have it, my grandma would call it the false pride, we, we get embarrassed and we don't want to ask the people right near us and around us. So if somebody wanted to reach out to you guys, mm-hmm. And, and maybe get some advice from you about how to get started. Uh, or maybe they just want to reach out to you and tell you how, how much they enjoyed your podcast. Is there a way that our listeners can reach out to you? I'm on Facebook. See there? She's in her <laughs> 80s on Facebook. You should all be inspired. Okay, so Pat is on Facebook. Right, and you could do... What's your handle? <laughs> just <laughs> you. So do you want to spell your name for us? M-A-S-T-R-O... P-A-O-L-O. And that would be Pat in front? Pat. Pat Mastropalo. Um, P. I think it's P dot? 
This is how you know this is live and real. <laughs> She's looking at Chico and he's like, I don't know. I'm not I on Facebook. I'm, I'm, he's no. like, I don't want any part of that. It's bad. Okay, Pat, Master Paolo, I'll put all of that in the show notes. I'll put in the show notes how to uh, donate to Helping Hands, the information about the 10th Annual Golf Tournament, um, and you can make your checks and out to whom you make your checks out. Pat's information as well. Before I let you go... <laughs> And head off to lunch. I'm sure you guys have hot lunch dates. Before I let you go, at the end of our our podcast, what I like to do is have our guests challenge the listeners. As you know, we have 168 hours in a week. And I think it's important, as I obviously, you've clearly demonstrated that today. It's as important to use our time and share our time. So we have a thing called 168 Don't Wait. How would you challenge the listeners today to go out this next week? Don't wait. <laughs> Do something, even if it's to give someone something, to, to make their day brighter. It's easy to do. Just do it. A smile. Yeah. A, a smile is, it's amazing what a smile will do uh, to a person. And in, in your own lifetimes, as you're thinking about it, think of what people maybe have done for you uh, during your lifetime and uh, just give back some of that. And there's plenty of organizations and you can look them up or you can ask other people that you know, like, do you get involved in anything and something might interest you. But don't wait. Time goes by and again, we we believe very much in Sorry. It's okay. Uh, Forgot. That's how it's real. Forgot. Yeah. Go ahead, Chico. Uh, and uh, as I said, just get involved. Uh, you'll, you'll find out it's great. Mm-hmm. It's it really is great. great. Well, you know what's great is sitting here with you guys. Well, we thank Jen, too, yeah, she's, for She's one terrific this. woman. Yeah, she's uh, <laughs> we've known her uh, quite a while here, and uh, we ask God's blessing that this podcast continue in your ministry and whatever is being asked of you that you continue that well it's people like you that inspire me and um it's so clear that god is working in you guys and there's a light i see it it's so bright in here and um but it's not just because you have a lot of windows it's just the light is in you and i thank you from the bottom of my heart i know the listeners thank you so uh, Chico and Pat, thank you for coming out today on the Whatsoever 168 podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Have a great day, guys. Bye. Wow. Couldn't you just feel their light come through your ears? A huge thank you to Chico and Pat Master Paolo. If you'd like to reach out to them on Facebook and also learn more about their Helping Hands Golf Tournament and fundraiser coming up on October 20th, check out our show notes. Your support helps so many who have food insecurities. Be sure to follow our Whatsoever 168 podcast, share it, like it, comment, and remember, whatsoever you do, be nice, and make your next 168 hours count for Christ. So be nice, cause it's just too much.